Right. If you're not hearing immediately from AT&T of this was a problem with XYZ server. Bob or sat on just, the keyboard right. on accidents. <laughs> right. I mean, we've had major shutdowns or issues come from, wow, this was an error in our computer. So you know. Jerry was playing Minesweeper. Right. And he hit the wrong He closed button. out the thing. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. No, no, no. Click, 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 click. Control, no, no, no. delete. Alt delete. Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue in downtown Milwaukee, this is Wisconsin's Morning News. Here's your host, Vince Vetrano. I used to love this place. I didn't even know it was closed. At Bug Brothers, come on over to the fun. Take your taste to a different place. I remember I was a kid when that joint opened in Brookfield, when Fuddruckers was new. Oh, I've, I've been there. Just west of Brookfield Square, you know, off of Blue Mountain Road. Closed. Do you, do you know when it closed? About right. maybe four years ago. Is it that long, Dad? Yeah, it's been a while. Wow. See, that's one of those things where you're like, ah, I like that place. Why did it close? When's the last time you were there? Exactly. Okay, yeah, that's why, I guess. Uh, news release for the company, though, in charge of the liquidation sale. They're selling everything from the location. As Fuddruckers left a burger-shaped hole in the hearts of the local community. <laughs> Very good. Best Estate Services, Inc. invites loyal Fuddruckers customers for one final visit. Not for its famous burgers, but for a unique opportunity to own a piece of the iconic brand. So the sale begins today, runs through Tuesday of next week. They're literally selling the stuff off the walls. Lots so, of memorabilia, if I remember. Well, what describe memorabilia. Like uh, photos of the Beatles and like the Beatles meeting Elvis or something like that. So, you know, like interesting things. I don't even know if they're real or not. But Generic pieces of flair. Yeah, flair. Flair. <laughs> yes, flair. Exactly. Here, also from the news release, collectors and local businesses invited to purchase items that are unique up for grabs will be Fuddruckers electric decor. Oh, sorry, eclectic decor. <laughs> well, some of it's electric. Some electric, yeah. yeah they get the neon Coveted ones. collectibles, replica <laughs> gas pumps, neon signs, as well as a selection of breweriania. I don't know something about beer stuff. Okay. They get a lot of beer stuff. Additionally, though, you were asking about this. The sale will feature commercial kitchen equipment. So, like. You're a small hmm. business. You need a commercial freezer or something like that. Well, maybe I want that for my garage. Yeah, yeah, you do. Uh, that might be. <laughs> I bet you that's a bit oversized for the garage. So? I don't. I don't want to tell you how to run your garage. I don't know. It's pretty good over there. I said, is that? Hmm. I am curious though. If you are a commercial business that uses this equipment, is this how you get new equipment? You go to these estate sales. I mean, that thing's been sitting there for four years or whatnot. I worked at Susie's Cheesecakes in Wauwatosa, or just on the edge of Wauwatosa, for a number of years. And I remember the owner, Mark Strothman, like, yeah, he would buy stuff. I hope I'm not speaking out of turn. I thought opportunity. But I, my recollection was right update. when there was stuff to buy. I remember when we got new ovens one time or whatever. Where did you get this? Well, either somebody was going out of business, yeah, or a okay. lot of that stuff is changes changes hands because mm-hmm. it's getting, still really good stuff, mm-hmm. and it's super expensive. I imagine. Sure. Well, not today. It's all on sale <laughs> at Fuddruckers in Brookfield. Fuddruckers, come on over to the fun. Take your taste to a different place. Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Eric Bilstad and Vince Vetrano. A few days away from Brewers opening their spring training game schedule. Full squad workouts underway in Arizona. Brewers re-signed injured pitcher Brandon Woodruff. Two-year deal with a third-year option in 26, but we're not really going to see Woody. He is still hurt. can't remember what exactly. Was it a shoulder or, yeah, or something like that? Expected to be out for the whole season. Coming off an injury that I feel like really derailed our whole playoff energy. It was like right before the playoffs and they found yeah. out. Yeah. 
all the steam. But fortunately, they're able to re-sign Woodruff, so if he gets back to form, that'll be great in years to come for the Brewers. You know, a lot of pitchers in camp right now. How it works is you have way more guys who are a part of the Brewers organization in the minor leagues and whatnot get invited to spring training with the big league clubs. You've got a lot of young players, maybe a few old ones from time to time there now who aren't necessarily going to be on the opening day roster, Mm. including a lot of pitchers right now. Brewers new manager Pat Murphy was talking about that. Most of the pitchers in camp, I think you can, if there was a feeling in years past for uh, these guys will never get to us. I think you can plan on a lot of guys that you're going to see in camp get to us. What does it mean, get to us? Guess what, man? I'm going to the show. Yeah, going to the show. Playing at the major league level. So I guess a couple of ways to look at it. If we're going to see a lot of pitchers coming up to the big league ball club through the summer... It either means like these guys are really performing well and we can put them in and you know they're ahead of schedule or it means there's nothing good mm-hmm. going on the big league club. Right. Might as well give the kids a chance, right? So I don't know which way it's going to be, but that's how Murphy's looking at it. I see a lot of guys up here. Two words can describe the Marquette win over DePaul at Pfizer Forum. Snow plowed. Yes, that's what it was. Marquette wins big. 105-71 to 71 the final. What a night. For point guard Tyler Kolick, who broke the assist record in the game. There it is. There it is. Cam Jones. They listed at 18, and everybody's standing to honor, and understandably so, Tyler Kolick. Tyler Kolick, 18 assists. Doc Rivers at 16, Tony Miller at 17, and Tyler Kolick at 18. Homer on ESPN Milwaukee. Who'd have thunk it when Tyler Kolick rolled in? <laughs> that this was the player he was going to become. How about that? Ad- 18 assists. That's a lot. The Admirals go for 18 in a row this morning. Puck drops at 11 a.m. as they try to make their way toward 20 and beyond. Hopefully they get there. They play the Chicago Wolves on the Windy City's north side again this morning, 11 a.m. 719 on Wisconsin's Morning News. Hey, coming up, we've got another really interesting story about an organized crime ring that appears to have targeted Waukesha and how these crooks got caught. Some pretty bad luck. That's next on Wisconsin's Morning News. Another story this morning, pretty interesting, about organized crime reportedly out of Chicago targeting Waukesha. This time, some guys cleaning out a Meyer store Wednesday afternoon. So in this case, stupidity... And some really bad luck foiled the crime okay. to some degree once again. So we were just talking about this weekend, the guys who hit the high-end car dealership in Waukesha. What do they take, nine cars? Yeah. There's a racing. Porsche in there, yeah. BMW, and they're racing back to try to get across the Illinois state line. And likely only ended up getting chased, because this was early morning when they pulled off the heist. They got away with it for a while. One of them ended up getting caught because of this stupid move. Young kids with masks on, all filling up luxury vehicles at 6.30 in the morning. Um, that's odd. Yeah, that was Milwaukee, or, uh, Waukesha Police Captain Dan Bauman saying, like, all these guys stopped at the same gas station, kept their crime guy, guy masks on, and were filling up. Right. Luxo cars, and that caused a tip to police, and then ended up getting chased. Well, back to this newer story. Wednesday afternoon, according to Waukesha Police, you had officers called out to the Meyer store. Myers, if you know, these are big stores, right? Mm-hmm. So they're out there on Sunset Drive. Report of several people, here's direct from the report, quote, loading a garbage bag and tote with numerous over-the-counter medicines, making zero attempt to hide in plain sight what they're doing. They're just like cleaning out the racks. If you had been a little discreet, it would help just a little bit, right? Like every every 
piece of discreetness right? <laughs> helps a little, right? And, and I get right now, like, we have absolute lawlessness in stores. Like, retail theft is a multi-billion dollar problem in America. You see video all the time on social media, people just cleaning out stores and nobody doing anything. So I guess, but wouldn't you at least still try a little bit yeah, to, to hide avoid, what yeah, you're doing? To avoid seeking attention. So the guys took off. Police sergeant attempting to stop one of the, uh, the fleeing vehicle in the parking lot. They get to the Meyer parking lot. And these guys are trying to take off. That sergeant was hit by another car that was not involved, but it must have been chaos in the parking lot. Sergeant's going to be okay. But another officer then peels off in pursuit. So you got police in pursuit of this car with four suspects inside. They just cleaned out the Meyer. And you got the crooks fleeing on city streets. Chase goes a few miles into the village of Waukesha. And then... Oh, no. No. You've been in the Waukesha area and oh, yeah. been frustrated waiting for a train. They got railroad crossings all over. Everywhere. Right? Even right through downtown. Yep. So this time it worked out. Crooks have no place to go because there's this train. They tried off-roading it then. From the report, the vehicle traveled southbound along the railroad tracks and into a field becoming stuck in mud and water. Police put a dog out after him. All four eventually caught and taken into custody. Police said all were adults. And then here's the line. We believe this to be an organized retail theft crime group from Illinois. All four subjects have home addresses listed to Chicago. Items in the vehicle were consistent of those stolen from the Miger. So police dog actually got into one of the suspects pretty good. That suspect ended up in the hospital. Ooh, others nice. taken to jail. But they got him still. What... Did someone decide Waukesha was an easy target, or there are Myers all over the place? Oh, yeah. What's one? going on with this Chicago thing? Like, what? What's? The, is there something there? There that okay? Let's if we head up to Wisconsin. It's an easier play. Why let the Kia boys have all the fun? <laughs> right. Right. I, so the Chicago guys are going. Hey. Well, maybe they just <laughs> don't it, know the it, area. But like, if I were going to pick a county, yeah, <laughs> where I was going to try to pull some stuff, Waukesha would not be the one I'd pick. I agree. Is it worth the squeeze? <laughs> that up that far? It's a long drive yeah. too for all that, but they got him, and thanks to that train there in Waukesha, mm-hmm. already really starting to like the Brewers' new manager Pat Murphy. What he said to get the guys fired up hmm. at spring training—that's coming up at seven forty-five. Tens of thousands of AT and T customers across the country waking up with an outage. It's affecting several major cities and even some emergency responders. A cellular outage across the country. Thousands of users in cities including Houston, Chicago, and San Francisco reporting those issues. The number of reports of AT&T outages peaked at 32,000 at around 4.30 a.m. Eastern this morning. Even some local police departments have reported outages to their 911 call centers, including the Charlotte-Mecklenburg PD and the San Francisco Fire Department. That's ABC's Rebecca Jarvis. So she said it peaked at 32,000 at around 4.30 Eastern. Then it went up to about 50,000 at 7 a.m., 71,000 just before 8 8 a.m. So obviously when more people woke up, they started reporting the outage. AT&T uh, saying, yeah, we, we're aware of the disruptions, but there has been no word on what is triggering yes. the issue. And of course, you know what we think of as soon as we hear something about disruptions. Uh-oh. Right. Who's, who's, who, what cyber war is beginning? Did China just drop the cyber bomb, which the FBI director told us just a couple of weeks ago was coming? Yeah. Is this just a small little test, a little yeah, thing, a little a poke, poke, right? Is it a see pin what happens in the balloon, just to see how much air seeps out. Right. If you're not hearing immediately from AT and T of this was a problem with X Y Z server, Bob or sat on just, the keyboard right. on accident. Right. I mean, we've had major shutdowns or issues come from. Wow, this was an error in our computer. So you know. Jerry was playing Minesweeper. Right. And he hit the wrong. He closed button. out the thing. <laughs> oh no 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 no! Click 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 click. Control no, no, no. Alt delete. Alt delete. <laughs> 
Shut it down. So anyway, we'll find out what this is and how much this uh, surges, or if it even bleeds into Wisconsin. As of now, this is more of a Chicago, in a little bit to the north of Chicago issue. News is sponsored by Annex Wealth Management's Money Talk. That's heard Saturdays at 10, right here on WTMJ. History will be made again today. No, we might have to retire that. Because technically what, history, history is, being made again. History yeah, is always every being day. made, right? Yes. <laughs> All right, the book time, gets one page longer today. There will be a moon landing today. No people on this one. No. A private U.S. lunar lander is in orbit around the moon as we speak. It will attempt to land on the moon's surface. Yes, sir. Land being an important word. We've crashed into the moon a few times <laughs> since being up there with Apollo. And so has Japan recently. Right. So here we go. What will it be like, CBS Space consultant Bill Harwood. The Odysseus lander successfully braked into a 57-mile-high orbit around the moon with a six-and-a-half-minute firing of its main engine. That sets the stage for what would be the first moon landing by a U.S.-built spacecraft in more than 50 years, and it'll also be the first ever by a private company, Houston-based Intuitive Machines. So far, the Odysseus lander has operated in near-flawless fashion, and the company's optimistic they'll be able to pull off what would be a historic landing. Yeah! All right, so this afternoon... Between four and five our time is right when we got it. Time, is that yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I adjusted for the various you know, time di- time zones and whatnot. So we'll uh, get a little bit more detail. we got ourselves a NASA consultant joining us in the 8 o'clock hour today. Hey, really interesting guy. You've talked to him yes. before, right? Bill, uh, Brian uh, Ewinson. He's from Spaceport Sheboygan. Also worked in Houston for a long time. So here we go. We'll get all the deets. In the 8 o'clock hour. And I think it's a little unclear to me, too. Like, you heard him talk about this company out of Houston, but NASA's involved. It was a SpaceX rocket that put it up yeah. into, like, you mm-hmm. got all of these different entities. Need I how hard that is to coordinate yeah. all that. And think about the commercial aspect of this, too. And that idea of, okay, this is tourists eventually will be making a trip to the moon. 744, we've been told that for 50 years. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be on the moon with your family. 744, we got sports up next. Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Eric Bilstadt and Vince Vetrano. At Pfizer Forum, it was a good old-fashioned boat race. Yes, Marquette rolls over DePaul. The final 105-71 to story of the game. Point guard Tyler Kolick, a record 18 assists. How about that for Kolick? So there you have it. Got to have Big some win. hot shooters, too, to finish that oh, yeah. off. You can and dish all night if you guys aren't making it. There are a couple of dunks in there. They made sure <laughs> yes. that he got that assist record. So well done, Kolick. You know, NBA's been on the All-Star break here. What do guys do in the All-Star break? Get engaged. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Bucks All-Star break news. Pat Connaughton engaged. Instagram post from his girlfriend and expectant mom. They announced that news earlier in the year. Her name is Ryan Garris. She's a soccer player, I guess, professional soccer player. The Houston Dash. Cool. They had some lovely photos online if you'd like to... Check that out. Okay. He's on one knee. They're on a beach of some sort. Hmm. And she seemed very happy. So so there's that. There's your Bucks news. <laughs> Bucks back right. on the court tomorrow. Brewers first spring training game coming up Saturday. Onward towards a World Series. Okay. Yeah. Why not? I like a good speech. You know, we've asked Tosh about this, you know, how much it matters, whether the coach or the manager, whoever it is, getting up there before that they got fired. Rah, rah speech. Right. Yeah. But so you got Pat Murphy, and I'm really starting to look forward to our chats with him on Brewers 360, which are going to come up in a few weeks here. Mm-hmm. When the Brewers start the season, we'll have the manager on once a week. 
And Murphy's 65 this year. <laughs> okay? Kind of opposite of what you see in the NFL. It's all about the young yeah, guys. Yeah, right? 30-year-old coach. Right. Murphy's 65 this year. Been around baseball his whole life. Coached and managed in college and the minors and the majors. First time he's managing, though, his own team in the show at 65. He is super fired up. And here he is addressing the Brewers in the clubhouse as they were launching this season. But I want to win until they tap us on the shoulder and say, it's over, bro. There's no more games. That's it. That's my expectation. I didn't come in here to participate and say, oh, the old man got a chance to, to manage. Okay? <laughs> I thought it was funny. All he was right. being funny, but he was like, yeah, listen, I ain't come here to just check a box for me. Oh, I'll give a few years. Who cares how we do? Like, I managed a ball here. Ooh, no. The old man got his chance. I do like that, though. We're here to win. Yeah. This isn't just, oh, look at me. Brewers, 2 p.m. is the broadcast time on Saturday. Save me some champagne, will you? You got it. Okay, pal. All right. Or a Miller Lite. You got it. That's fun, too. (laughs) 2.30 is the first pitch Saturday. Got the San Diego Padres first spring training game right here on WTMJ. Mark Tauscher joins us next on Wisconsin's Morning News. Idea man. My parents, we had we had prune-filled donuts, and I never understood why, because nobody <laughs> liked prunes. Innovative. Uh, why do prunes get such a bad rap? Because I don't have a problem. I think Fig is in that same family. I love Fig Newtons. And Packers Hall of Famer. I think they're in the same family, are they not? But if you go over and have, like, a fancy dinner with wine, they're going to fire Fig at you. Nobody's ever firing prunes at you. It's time for Tausch on Wisconsin's Morning News. Presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin and Kohler Services. 752 on Wisconsin's Morning News. Morning, Tausch. Good morning. I, every time I hear that open... Uh, you know that Alonzo Morning gif when you're kind of he's kind of shaking his head and you're thinking what the why are we talking about prunes and figs and then your head kind of pops back up and you're like that point made a ton of sense yeah it was a, I love the open absolutely love the open it's sort of the head shake and then the nod like yeah yeah, yeah, no, yeah. yeah. No, I got like, you I got you yep. yeah I, so. Vinny, I got to say it, man. I, so I come on, and you know, all last year with the Brewers, and you got the Brewers 360, and you have, you know, Sophia on, and you know, Council was on. Uh, just listening to the manager talk uh, right before I jumped on, I think y'all are going to have a lot of fun with him this year. Don't Absolutely. you? Absolutely. Right? And what's funny, Tausch, is like I was listening to. So our guy Dom Catronio is down there at spring training, and he's been sending. Uh, does he get any better at pickleball? Right. Has he practiced <laughs> since he's been in Arizona? And, he, uh, you uh, almost have to. I got a friend who's yeah. going down to Arizona. They're staying at like a resort that specializes in pickleball. He's like, oh, yeah, they've got like 30 courts and they've got tournaments and stuff. He's going down there exclusively to play pickleball. That's good. <laughs> and I hope he covers the Brewers a little bit. But just so next time he comes back and we get a game, I, I just hope he's a little bit better than he was the last time. So Dom tells me, or he sends back these clips from the news conferences that the manager has. And I'm start, you know, I'm starting to listen to these. Eric's been listening. We just yeah. kind of pick out the couple of nuggets that we want to share. And I was at first, I'm like, hmm, I don't know, a little flat, little manager speak, whatever. And then I see what he's saying to the guys in the room, and I was inspired and fired up. So our job is to make sure we get that guy, get him out of his shell, and just you know talk to us for That's real. Fun, yeah, yeah. And I think the beautiful part for him, and just again listening to that clip, you know, managers, coaches, however it is, uh, from when you're in that locker room, 
Yeah, Vinny, it's the same thing with players. Like, you're trying to get stuff out of them. Coaches are trying to get their stuff out of the players. And you know the best way to do that? It's not about reciting 50-year-old uh, speeches. or It's about speaking from your experience. And you, as a manager, want to get your clubhouse to know that this guy, you're all in and that it's important to you. And, you know, getting the best out of them by showcasing who you are and not do, not being some fake, oh, you know, this. You let it rip, and you let guys know, hey, I've put a lot of time in. This is my opportunity. I want to get this thing humming, and that's powerful to players. Players buy in to that kind of uh, conversation, I can tell you that. You know what's interesting? I was just thinking about this because there's not really a good sort of real-life equivalent for everybody else who's not in professional sports. Like, when that stuff gets tried at the office where you work – like nine uh, times out of ten, aren't you going like, yeah, whatever? I don't know if I agree <laughs> with that. That's what I hear the reaction when when Big Boss um, gets up there. Like, here's what we're gonna ins- do, and here's where we're gonna go. And I was like, yeah, whatever. Believe when I see it. A supervisor can inspire, can't can, they? Can should, but somehow like doesn't seem to translate. Hmm. Yeah, and it always. I don't think it matters if it's sport. I mean, sports. There's obviously it's just a, a little more hyper adrenaline, but I, I think it's the same thing when. You know, we're in meetings with our, you know, whoever we report to and whatever else, and you want to be heard. That's obviously one of the most important things from a teammate standpoint. But I also want to know how they're actually feeling and what the truth is and how their approach is and what why it's important to them. Because if it isn't important to them or it's just about numbers and it's just about this, you're not going to get that same buy-in from the fellas or the gals you need to have that shared, hey, we're all in this thing together. I, for me to have great success, I need you guys to have great success. And if you don't get that vibe, you're not going to be a good manager and you're not going to be a good supervisor. One time when I was managing, I was trying to inspire, so I threw a bunch of pens into the bathroom, kind of oh, like yeah. the bats into the shower, like Bull Durham. You did not. Didn't work with right. the, the big pens. <laughs> yeah, Eric's a real screamer, Tal. She just is yelling at guys. Yeah, I was going to say, pa- I think Bill Stead, I think Bobby Knight firing chairs yeah. across the, uh, you know, the court. Uh, only with big pens instead of uh, Gatorade tubs. Yeah, he hit one of our reporters over the head the other day. I'm like, Eric, that's just not that's not okay. <laughs> Thanks, Tosh. Well, times have changed a little bit. Yeah, yeah a little yeah, bit. Right. Bit. We've had to pull him back.